Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Dusty Simmons, credit union marketing guru and single mom. And I'm Jamie Davidson, the master of money, as well as the assistant VP of financial literacy for our credit union, Financial Center First Credit Union. We hope you'll spend your time with us as we talk a little bit about, you know, life, family, finances, and all that stuff that sort of interferes with the fun stuff in life. Next to me, as you know, is Dusty. Happy New Year, Dusty. Happy New Year. Today, we're specifically going to talk to you about why your financial resolutions are doomed to fail. I mean, doomed. That's right. Don't even try, folks. You're going to you're just going to screw up. Everybody screws up, right? But hopefully, also how to fix it. How to fix it, right. So, Dusty, did you have any financial resolutions yet this year? Uh, you know, even in preparation for this podcast, I wish I said that I have put a financial resolution in place, but Sadly, no, okay. I haven't. Well, how about a regular resolution? Yes or no? You know, I not this year because I kind of vowed not to. I think my resolution was not to make no resolutions, resolutions this year. Resolution. But I did make a financial resolution last year, but I didn't. I didn't really get there. What happened? Um, I think mostly just uh, didn't didn't follow through with it didn't after the first. You know, it kind of like lost interest in okay. it after the first. Sort of like months. regular resolutions, right? Yeah, anything. You, you, you do it really well for the first couple weeks or the first month or two, and then it just sort of goes by the wayside. Once it gets nice outside, you start doing other things. Yeah. What and about then, you? Uh, yeah, I did make a. I, I made a. I had a goal last year. I set up a resolution last year, and I actually reached it. It was. It wasn't the greatest goal, but it was a little goal, and I liked it. And. I was really happy afterwards. So this year I came up with that again as well. And so you're gonna uh, do the same thing. I'm gonna do the same thing. Basically, I set up a savings account, a special savings account, and started the 52-week challenge and started putting money in the first week. Uh, so week number one, I put a dollar in. Week number two was two dollars. So I have three dollars in my special savings Woo-hoo. account right now. <laughs> but the great thing is, by the end of the year, it'll be a little bit over. It'll be almost fourteen hundred dollars. Ooh, that so, sounds like mad money. Sounds like, like vacation yeah. money. Yep. Depending on who you are and who you're with, that's what it might be. Whatever you decide to be, uh, whether it's for the holidays or for mad money, as you call it, or, uh, you know, maybe to, to fix that tire that's, you know, once, once it, you need new tires, it's just whatever you decide. People are out there making resolutions, right? Did you find out, did you do a little research on that for us? Yeah. I mean, we were kind of preparing for this first discussion and financial resolutions seemed like a great topic. And, um, you know, me, I'm the, I got to learn, oh, yeah. dig into oh. it, learn a little bit more facts, about facts, it. Facts, 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 Um, so here's what I found out. 99 million people will make a financial Ooh, resolution a in 20, yeah, 2020, according to wallet hub. And here's the, here's the scary part. 55% of Americans will break their financial resolutions within three months. And while, and while only 25% will keep theirs for just a single, single month. month. So basically, like we have such short attention spans. So we're, we're basically <laughs> looking at an 80% failure right here, right? Yeah, within so at least, yeah, yeah, within three within months. Three months. All right. So here's the deal. I didn't set a financial resolution this year because mine failed for last year. So tell me why my resolution failed. Well, a lot of times the reason why it fails is because it's not a specific resolution. It's not specific enough. Like last year, you might have said, hey, I want to save save more money. money. (laughs) Well, what does that mean? What does that look like? And it's got to be a little bit more detailed than that. Think about if you were baking a cake or cooking a casserole, it's a little bit more than I'm just going to bake a cake or I'm going to cook a casserole, right? You have to have the ingredients. You have to measure properly. You have to put it in the oven and, and, and keep an eye on it, right? So, so kind of like you got to have a plan. You have to have a plan, yes. Right. And, and, and that goal's got to be specific. So let's say next year you decide, I want to save money. So what you do is you say, I want to save X amount of dollars. So what is X amount of dollars? So say it's $2,000, right? Right. So that's your first part of the plan. Now the next part of the plan is actually setting the steps of how to get there. That's it, Not just hoping that it's going to transfer automatic. Well, I mean, I could fingers crossed, right? Yeah, 
Hopefully but, you don't have to, you know, dive in there to get something for the kids for, you know, a birthday present because you did a bad job of preparing for that, which we've all done in the past, right? Right. So it's really about being specific and, and knowing how you're going to get there. We all want to save money. We all want to have more money. Duh. How did you get there? That's right. the key here. So let's say that you have a goal of next year of saving some sort of money. Aren't you going to go on vacation sometime here pretty soon, maybe? I hope so. Okay. Well, maybe that's one of the things. I'm going to Miami. Yeah. Miami. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you know, I am a Dolphins fan. So uh, yeah, there, there's a knock against me already, guys. Um, so, yeah, when it comes to that resolution, it's got, it needs to be specific. How am I going to get there? What am I going to do? And it, a lot of times when it comes to these resolutions, especially of saving money, we always say we want to save money. And we have the same amount of income coming in, but we don't think about what sh where should we probably go? Cut money out. Expenses. Yeah. Discretionary expenses, right? Dining out. My Starbucks. Starbucks. Or yeah, whatever. That's whatever that is. Uh, so number one is, you know, make sure that goal is specific. Um, another one I think is it's it's really about coming back and keeping an eye on that and, and measuring what's happening. It's just like if you're so just like if you're trying to lose weight, you gotta step on the scale once in a while. You gotta know where you're at. Right. Yeah, you can't eat pizza all week and Lose money. Right. Lose money. <laughs> lose weight. You're going to lose money, too. You're going to lose money as well. You're right. You got That's exactly right. Uh, it's the same point with this. You've really got to be measuring it and knowing where you stand. A lot of times, I, I think a good thing to do with the resolution is actually get a friend or a group of friends to do it with. Because mm, we're really pretty Accountability. Accountability is a good thing. Think about that. Whenever you decided to exercise or lose weight and when you did it with a group, did you usually succeed a little bit better? Sure. Because right? it's a competition for me. You know for that. For you, it's a competition, right? <laughs> for me, Well, for me, it's... It's, I'm going to make fun of you if you didn't do it, right? <laughs> and if you're on my team, I'm really going to harass you because I guess I'm, you know, that's just the way I am. But it's really about having that, that, that teammate. So think about that in a family. A lot of times in the family, you have the father, the mother. If there's it's, usually a saver and a spender, a right? A saver and a spender, right? And then you so have you children, So you got to get everybody right? on board. And then you have children. <clears throat> the children, what do they know about saving? Not a lot, right? So here you have... This family, whole another this topic. whole family, whole another topic. We're going to cover at a different point, right? <laughs> right. About how to teach your yeah. kids about money. But that, that goes back to the resolution, though. Mm -hmm. Getting everybody on board in that household. Right. If our resolution is to save money this year, and I'm the only one on board on this resolution, how's it going to? Is it going to work very well? No. No. Absolutely not. What What's the stress level going to be like in the household? Well, I mean, we all know <laughs> money is the biggest stressor in any family dynamic. So that, that's what they say. Yeah. 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 I, I've seen it a few times in my in my life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I'm, what I'm hearing from you is self-discipline. At the same time of, of setting the goal and being realistic about the goal and um, making a plan, you also have to be disciplined in executing that plan. That's correct. Uh, you know, self-discipline is a dirty word. Nobody likes it. Nobody, nobody wants to be self-disciplined. The idea of disciplining ourselves is scary to us. We, we, we see it as a negative as a negative word or an inflection there, but it's really not. It's just sort of that whole idea. I always say, I always joke with uh, my, my, my children at home, successful people get up in the morning when the alarm goes off, mm -hmm. right? They don't hit the snooze button. They don't hit the snooze button, right? right? It, it's, it, but that's just a type of self-discipline. It's the same way when it comes to finances, right? We all would love to go to Starbucks every day. We all would love to go eat pizza every day or whatever that thing is, but it's about self-discipline. Right. And when it comes to your financial resolutions, it's the same thing. Uh, what's really great, though, is once you set that specific goal for the year, whatever it is, whether it's, whether it's uh, taking care of, you know, maybe paying down debt or if it is saving, whatever it is, you'll find once you get about halfway through it, your mentality changes. Now, instead of it being a struggle, you, you're excited. Right. You, you, you finally turn it's that, that point. that shift. 
It's that it's that changing the habit yeah. shift. And the view too, the view. It's no longer, oh, I've got to not go eat pizza and I've got to <laughs> not go to Starbucks. It's like, wow, look how much money I'm saving. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really a mindset change. And it does take a while, especially if the whole time you've been doing one other way. I, I, I've got friends that are runners. They always talk about the runner high. Oh, yeah. The runner high. Yeah. And, you know, I used to go out and try to run. I never found the runner high. I kept <laughs> looking either. for it. I think it's the same way with your finances, though, too. I got I a shopping high, but <laughs> yeah. no runner high. Well, let's think about that. What do we do when we're sad? When we go shopping. We eat or eat or what? I mean, whatever your happy, vice is, right? When we're happy, we spend money. When we're right. sad, we spend more money. Right. Wow. Yeah. wonder why we're all so sad after the holidays. <laughs> uh, yeah. want that and the extra 20 pounds, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so well, not Dusty. She didn't gain twenty. I did. She she probably lost twenty. So well, so let's talk about if I've never set a, a resolution. Okay. And I really would like to have one this year that's related to my finances. Okay. What are some really good financial resolutions I should think about setting for myself, and that are smart, that are smart goals. That are smart goals. I I would start with setting up a special savings account. That's not your regular savings account. So, so that kind of goes back step, to the save more. Right, yeah, save more. So you've but got this account. setting a goal. This is an account you're not going to touch very often. It's not there to touch. Your other save, your regular savings is there. You set up that special savings account. So that's your first step there. Ooh, my mad money. I like Your mad money. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that depends. <laughs> we could all want mad money every week. You got to remember, you got to put that time constraint on there too. Right. Remember that. that what do you mean constraint. by time constraint? That time constraint. Well, let's just, let's think about this. The holidays just came around. Mm-hmm. How many people do you know when November, when, when Thanksgiving got here, were freaking out because they didn't have money to, to buy it? Gifts for oh, them. I stress about it every, every year. year. Every year. When should you start saving for that, maybe? Like, well, because, you know, we work in finances, so Christmas club is a word okay. that we hear, right? right? So maybe that's But it makes answer. sense. That I makes mean, sense. it's kind of so traditional and correct. old school, but, I mean, it works. You set up that December club account, and you put the money in there, and you save until December, and you take that money, and you go, and you and you buy your you buy your gifts for, for And you got month. the money, and you don't stress about that's it. That's right. You're happy. You're right. Happy. And then if you're like me, you might find out that you save a little extra on the side that they don't know about and you keep that. <laughs> oh. That's your mad money. Okay, so Christmas money, yeah. or Christmas Club or Special Savings. That's, special Savings. That so, is idea number one. But yeah, have a, have a special savings account where you're going to only put money in there for a specific period of time. Okay. The second part of, the, of that is to set up a direct deposit or a direct transfer into that account. Mm-hmm. And then here's where the that dirty word comes in again. Self-discipline. Right. Don't touch it. And keep doing it. Keep putting the money in there and don't touch it. This is where that whole idea of, uh, we were talking about the family, having that family conversation. Where right. We're all working towards this goal together. And when this goal, we achieve this goal, this is what we're going to do to celebrate that. Okay, so speaking of family, I think this is a really good idea for a resolution. But putting together and sticking to a budget. Because I know budget is kind of like a four-letter four word sometimes to some people. And it's hard, right, to, to have a budget and stick to it. But it, but having a budget can contribute to so many other financial goals that you have, like saving more, putting more in your retirement fund, all of those things. That is so correct. Can you, and you are a budgeting expert. So can you talk a little bit about a what the goal expert. of – I, I mean, you are. I've, I've heard you. Like, what what's a great what, – what do you want to talk to I, us I, about think, sticking to a budget? I think about when it comes to the budget, it, it comes down to a few different things. One is actually having the budget, obviously – a lot of people don't create a budget. So you're not going to stick to the budget if you don't create it. Uh, right. It's being realistic of what's going on. And that actually means you need to sit down and take that time 
to, to create that budget and, and find out what your expenses are and what your income is. Uh, and is that, that's the two biggest components of a budget, right? right. Income and expenses. That's it. Right it's there. pretty basic. It's pretty simple, right? So, yeah. Now, and do you, you do you like a specific tool to use to... Any type of spreadsheet will work. You, Spread. They all they're old out school there. Excel. They're all out there. Or Excel. a budgeting can, tool. TurboTax has it. Uh, you can. Yeah, there's multiple ones online that you can use. I'm not going to endorse anyone, so to speak. Right. Uh, just, but it's actually sitting down and doing that. And some of them you can even attach to your bank account if you want to. I'm not saying to do that, but you can do that. Yeah. Uh, and and really seeing where your money's going. It's, it's probably scary to it, know how much money gets spent on certain categories in your life. Right. Like, we're, like like food in my house, right. like we eat out a lot. Okay, that's a definitely a you know an area and, and, where. And a lot of times when we do that, when we're we're spending <laughs> that extra money on those extra things, yeah, we don't like to put that in the budget because we we don't want to no. see it. Like we don't want to see <laughs> we know. don't want to see beer and wine on the budget because then we oh my gosh I, you know I've but, spent so yeah. so we act like we don't spend it when when you do it's you know it's the same thing with the you know going to just out to eat. It's the same way. It's, you really have to put everything down there. I always tell people that I meet, if you're a cigarette smoker, you better put cigarettes in there. Yep. That's a huge uh, Because that's item. a huge budget item. If you don't think about that, right? So, right. I mean, that, that's a great resolution in itself. Quit smoking <laughs> for, <laughs> for multiple reasons. I was talking about financial, but <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Quit smoking or create a budget. Sit down okay. and create a budget. That's, that's, you know, that, that's a great resolution. Actually sit down and do a budget and keep it for the year and see where your money's going and then make those choices. And then, you know, this other resolution that we've talked about, um, for those of us who are living paycheck to paycheck, there's a pretty big resolution that's a great idea, which is? Pay your bills on time. It's really important. Paying your bills on time, I know at times is a challenge. Uh, it's, it's a cash flow problem. But if once you do that budget, you're going to see that the reason why you're not able to pay your bills on time is because you're not sticking to that budget. And if you could actually do the budget, it's going to make it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. So many things happen when you don't pay your bills on time. Uh, like what? Like what? How can not what, paying your bills on time so what, affect if, your financial life? Well, first thing you're going to have happen when you don't pay your bill on time is you're going to incur a Late fee. fee, ding, 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 right? So or there's an overdraft there, so, fee. So now I don't have enough money, and now I've incurred a late fee or an overdraft mm -hmm. fee, right? Uh, the other thing is, if I'm not paying my bills on time, the creditor that I'm not paying uh, the bill that I'm not paying to, this to can actually then report me to the credit bureau, and then my credit score is going to come down. And the next time I need a loan, I it might affects, get, yeah, I yeah. might get denied. And it's like a snowball effect. Not paying your bills on time can be this total snowball that creates other financial havoc in your life. Correct. And, you you know, it seems so simple as we talk about it, but it really starts with that conversation. And because this is a new year, this is a great time to Not do it. Not even a new, a new decade. A new decade. Like, and, it's yeah, a time to turn over a new leaf. I talk to so many people, and, and it'll be June, and they'll go, wow, I wish somebody would told me to do this in January. We're telling you, can, you in January, We're telling you people. in January. Do it now. <laughs> Don't wait till June. But if you hear this in June, start it in June. The point is, it's always easier to put it off. I mean, the joke is, we always say we're going to lose weight after the holidays, right? And right. everybody goes out and joins the gym and starts paying those gym fees. There's another resolution. Don't join a gym unless you intend to go. Um, it's the same thing, you know, it's now's a good time to start. Resolutions don't have to be bad. We've made them seem bad because we usually fail. Right. So if we, if we, There's this like negative connotation with resolutions. Yeah, it's yeah. a stigma, right? It's almost like a joke. Oh, we need what's to call a it a New Year's something else. How about a change know. of life or, uh, you know. Or Habit change or. How about, um, you know, some make it some sort of celebration, which is really what happens when you do change that. Right. It becomes a celebration. It just takes a while to realize it's a celebration. You feel like you're depriving yourself. 
in the long run, you're not though. I mean, everybody, if you have more money in your savings account, aren't you gonna sleep better at night? If you're living by a budget and everybody's getting along in the family, aren't you having a better life than you would if you had all the money that you think you have? Yeah, think about that. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I think that I should have set a financial resolution now that I hear you talk about how awesome it is. And it's not too late. It's not too late. It's still January right. and that I'm going to think about what I want that to be. And here's the thing. The difference from last year is I'm going to stick to it because I'm going to set up some, some checkpoints to right. help me do that. Right. And you know what? You might screw up. And when you do, it's okay. Just... Go back to doing it. Don't. I'm not going to feel bad about yeah, screwing we, we, up. When we when we mess up, we we like we give to, up. We, yeah, we give yeah, up. Yeah, we, we give we up. Can't do that. The key is not to give up. The key is to push on through and keep on going. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Great, great resolutions. So, challenge to our listeners: what would you what would you challenge our listeners with for our first podcast of 2020? Challenge you to listen to more of our podcast. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, in all honesty, I really think the biggest challenge is actually sitting down. If you if you're a member of a family sitting down with your family and having that conversation about finances. If you, if you're not a member of a, of a family with children or, or a spouse, and it's just, you're a single person, it's really about sitting down and, and realizing where your money's going with that budget and, and, and going from there. Very good. So I'm going to plug Jamie here for a second. Um, Jamie is our, uh, AVP of financial literacy, and he is like the smartest guy I know when it comes to helping you get on track. And we have an online page that you can visit if you want to learn more about um, improving your finances or need to talk to somebody about how to get and stay on track. And that's fcfcu.com backslash financial dash education. And did I get that right? Yes. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> but... Um, but you know what? We would love to uh, to have you as a regular listener of our podcast. And uh, we hope you found this just intriguing and fun. And we want to make this something that we talk about finances in a way that's not intimidating. And it's not. Finances can be fun. They really can. Well, be. And they're real. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not a class you take. It's real life and how right. we can, you know, make that adjustment with our money to real life situations. Yeah. Right. I, I agree completely. Well, I just want to thank everybody for listening today. This is Jamie Davidson from Financial Center with my partner in crime, Dusty Simmons. Thank you. Good day. Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union and produced by me, Dusty Simmons, and Jamie Davidson. And it's also edited by Courtney Cooper. Financial Center is a six-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy. So you should listen to us, and it's our goal to help you improve your financial life. To learn more, visit fcfcu.com. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe from anywhere you're listening from.